Welcome to the Davy Tree Expert Companies podcast, Talking Trees. I'm your host, Doug Oster. Each week, our expert arborists share advice on seasonal tree care, how to make your trees thrive, arborists' favorite trees, and much, much more. Tune in every Thursday to learn more, because here at the Talking Trees podcast, we know trees are the answer. Well, this week we have a very special episode. We're talking all about something called the new SEED campus uh, for the Davy Tree Expert Company. That's S-E-E-D. And to talk about that is Dr. Dan Herms. Uh, he is our number one guest, I like to say. <laughs> Longtime listeners of the podcast know his name. He's the Vice President of Research and Development for Davy Tree. And then uh, we've got Dan Joy. He's Executive Vice President and Assistant to the President for the Davy Tree Expert Company. How are we doing, guys? Doing great. Thank you. Doing excellent, thanks. All right, let's start off. SEED, S-E-E-D. What does that stand for? Uh, SEED stands for uh, Science, Employee Education, and Development. Uh, we went through quite a process of uh, trying to determine the name and actually went out and uh, solicited uh, uh, options from the entire workforce uh, and, and got back a, a pretty a pretty good group of, of, uh, of names and then kind of went through a, a narrowing process and, and, and landed on seed. We felt it was very fitting to what we were trying to accomplish uh, with the project. And since I'm an Ohio boy, I know right where that campus is going to be. That was an old golf course, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, so tell me uh, about the, the campus. How big is it and what is going to be there? Uh, well, the, the, the whole site uh, is approximately 185 acres. Uh, the golf course was 170, and then we uh, purchased a, 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 an old, the old Franklin Elementary School site, but was just to the south of it uh, from the city, uh, and it adjoins to the property. So the entire campus now is about 185 acres. So why is it important to have this a new campus set up. What's going to what's going to be going on there? Well, it's it certainly is an investment into the future for our employees and for the organization. Um, the growth of Davy, we, we've always had the Davy Institute, which is a separate building here on our existing corporate campus that was used for uh, our research people, uh, the education and training classes for our company. Uh, but that was built back in the mid '80s. Uh, and at that point, we were probably uh, about a $300,000 a year or $300 million a year company, maybe even less than that. Um, and, you know, today we're pushing at a, a, a billion five and, and the client or the employee count has uh, certainly uh, grown at the same uh, rate as the top line. And uh, so the need to expand on our uh, uh, ability to train our employees was really the driving factor between trying to find something new or to expand. Uh, and that's going to be the primary purpose of the of the new the SEED campus is to expand our research and, uh, and development uh, capabilities and uh, also expand our the ability to uh, to train our employees uh, to prepare them for you know their, their jobs here. So Dan Herms, let's talk a little bit about sustainability and the importance of that uh, for this new campus. Along with training and research that, that Dan mentioned, sustainability is a major pillar 
of the campus and sustainability around our, our building site, the property uh, conservation, water management, and energy. And so the we're really blessed with this site to have some really excellent natural areas. Um, close to a mile of frontage on the Cuyahoga River, beautiful setting there, uh, 40 or so acre riparian forest that we're uh, putting a nature trail through with uh, beautiful native plants, pawpaw, button bush, other, other native kind of wetland riparian species, uh, a bog, a really high quality bog on the campus. So it's, it's a natural area that um, we, you know, we'll uh, treasure and, and conserve as well as use for our, our training opportunities. We'll, we'll be installing a large solar array to power the campus with renewable energy. We have a comprehensive water management plan, stormwater management and water management. So sustainability, Dan can probably comment on the sustainability features that will be incorporated into to the new building that are really exciting as well. Well, before we go on to that, uh, Dan, you brought up something there that I need to talk about. Pawpaws. Uh, pawpaw. Tell people what a pawpaw is, this native, this amazing native tree, and that's going to be part of the campus. Uh, I can't be more excited because I am a pawpaw fanatic. <laughs> well, pawpaws a native um riparian species in, in Ohio, southern and eastern Ohio, growing along rivers. It, it produces a what I think is a, is a wonderful, tasty fruit. Um, it's hard to beat the animals to it. It's true. And so you kind of have to be on, on the ball. But I was really excited to find, you know, large stands and colonies of, of pawpaw in our in our riparian forest. It's also the host plant for the zebra swallowtail butterfly, which is a, a really beautiful native butterfly species. I did not know that. That's great information. So, uh, Dan Joy, let's get let's con continue with uh, sustainability. Talk a little bit about this. You know, for for all of us, sustainability is important. But what specifically are you doing there at that new campus uh, besides what uh, uh, Dan Herms told us about? Well, the, the entire building, uh, we're, the design process that we're going through, uh, we, we are targeting um, uh, LEED certification uh, at a minimum uh, silver. But uh, as we just keep moving through the process, we, we think that gold is going to be very attainable for us. Uh, so the, the entire design of the building is, is with all of that in mind, you know, uh, very in, energy efficient, uh, you know, lighting fixtures, the, the insulation in our factors of the, the way the building's going to be constructed is going to be probably three times what uh, the normal construction would be. Uh, we're using these uh, called SIPS panels. They're structural, uh, structurally integrated uh, panels that are foam and almost 12 inches thick that provide a, a, a insulation rating like three times of a traditional construction. Uh, lots of windows to allow natural light in and, and to take advantage of that. And then as Dan mentioned, we are doing a solar array uh, with the goal of having the building be net zero so that we'll generate as much electricity as we'll be uh, utilizing to, to operate the building, uh, you know, all geared towards trying to uh, achieve that uh, that uh, lead certification. 
Did you run uh, through the timetable of when you started thinking about this and when things are going to uh, get underway? Well, we uh, we purchased the property in 2016 um, with uh, kind of a, a, an idea of what we wanted to do with it, but nothing real concrete. And it kind of sat there for a couple of years. And then we engaged with a group called the Smith Group out of uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, to help us with the master plan. Uh, and we put a core group and Dan was on that committee, myself and our, the leadership of the organization. And we went through about a eight or nine month process to uh, to work through to, to land where we did on, on, the, on the master plan. Um, so then, you know, it's always longer. You, you get to that point and you think, well, we're ready to start pushing dirt. But no, we're not. We got a lot. There's a lot more to be done. So uh, we, we went ahead and continued forward with uh, bringing Smith Group on as the architect of record. Uh, and so we've been since uh, the master plan in 2018 to today, uh, we've just been going through all the design process, schematic design. We've finished up uh, design development. And we are now in there. They're actually, you know, putting the construction documents together to be able to get us started. So the hope is uh, we've got an early site package um, that's uh, going before the city of Kent here in a couple weeks for approval. And immediately once we get that approval, we're going to start doing some site work, getting the main drive in, getting the building pad built, the utility corridor put in. As long as Mother Nature cooperates with us throughout this winter, that's the the goal. And then uh, the steel package is going to be uh, done real rapidly. We'll get that on order because it is a long lead item. Uh, And the hope is to start coming out of the ground with some steel, you know, uh, early next spring. And we're off. And then right now the construction schedule is to wrap up the building in late 24. Uh, and be able to occupy it to first first part of 25. So bigger classrooms, right? Bigger classrooms, you know, doubling the size of our classrooms, probably uh, to Dan's delight, probably quadrupling the size of our laboratories, if not more. Uh, neat features. There was a there was an old barn on the property that we had dated back to like 1890. The timbers. A timber frame barn, and and I spotted it. I had a friend who was uh, a timber frame activist and enthusiast, and I brought him out. He says, "You can't tear this barn down. You got to save it." So we dismantled it piece by piece uh, and have it stored in the old cart barn over there for the golf course, and are going to put that back up as kind of an anchor on one end of the building uh, and utilize it as. Uh, an event center. So it was a large barn, uh, 45 by 90. Uh, so we're going to use the frame, put it back up. The whole frame will be exposed inside. It'll have a new skin around it, but it'll be a great spot for us to hold uh, big meetings, uh, you know, celebrations, uh, a place for us to display our archives, um, which we haven't had for the company for a long time. So that'll be a fun part of the community. And then at the other end, uh, we're building a interior climbing training center uh, to be able to utilize to you know bring our employees in. And, and actually it will be able to uh, be utilized by any work aloft trade. So firefighters might use it. Anybody who works in the air uh, would be able to come in and, and uh, use this facility to train their employees. So it, it's one of 
few in the country. Uh, there is kind of a network of these uh, facilities, maybe eight or 10 of them, and we'll become part of that network. And so we'll allow other people to use our facility and they'll be able to utilize uh, and we can use theirs. So it'll be a, it'll be a real uh, win for the organization uh, to be able to uh, be able to do training indoors during rough weather, uh, you know, for very beginning people and be in a very controlled environment uh, to be able to be sure that they're getting the proper instruction to get started into their climbing careers. So that has to be a huge space. Right. I mean, I mean, how how high can they climb indoors? Well, it, it, height isn't because these are entry level climbers and they're, they're first people. We're not all that concerned about getting them that high off the ground. Uh, but it is going to be about 45 foot, which is right at the limit that we can do within the zoning regulations. Uh, and it's more of a steel structure inside that you kind of recreate, uh, you know, what it's like to be in a tree by walking out on beams and that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's about the size of a gymnasium uh, and about 45 foot uh, is the height, the interior height. All right, Dr. Herms, uh, tell me about your excitement about this uh, laboratory that we're talking about here, because when, when Dan Joy mentioned it, you smiled right away. <laughs> well, I'm very excited about it. You know, after, you know, being a, a researcher for my entire career, uh, the, the opportunity to, to design new laboratories to serve the tree care industry in our company is, is, um, it's incredibly exciting. So we will have, there'll be two laboratories. One will be a diagnostic laboratory that will be regulated by the, the USDA. And that is a laboratory that will receive samples from Davy operations throughout the country to diagnose uh, and disease problems, insect problems, and so forth, so that we can make prescriptions. And so there's, you know, containment um, and precautions because we're bringing in pests um, as we as we have been. So we have a, currently have a diagnostic laboratory, and we have had for many years. And so this will have some new features that will support new technology, molecular diagnostic techniques, DNA techniques, and so, so forth. We will also have a separate research laboratory to support um, the Davy research and the Davy scientists. And we conduct research on you know, everything from pest management to, to tree stress management and water tree structure and function, soil ecology, soil management, pollinator habitat. And so this laboratory will be designed to support um, field-oriented research on, on plants, soil, water, the kind of things that support Davy operations. And so, you know, to be able to design facilities like this from, from the ground up, is, is, it's, a, it's a once in a, a career opportunity, it, even if that, very few people find themselves in this opportunity, very few scientists. So yeah, I can't tell you how thrilled I am. Yeah, and equally as exciting for me is, is the opportunity to design uh, field research plots for, uh, for conducting controlled research in the field. And so I would estimate that we have allocated about 20 acres. Does that seem reasonable, Dan? Reasonable estimate. About 20 acres for uh, controlled field experiments. And so we've, um, we've excluded deer. We've planted replicated tree plantings of a number of different species 
where these trees will be allowed to grow, you know, to maturity. We can conduct experiments. We have turf research. We'll have um, greenhouses for greenhouse research, uh, natural area research as well. State-of-the-art irrigation. When we talk about water management and stress management, we'll be able to control the amount of water that goes to individual trees so that we can conduct randomized, replicated experiments on uh, water use by trees, water management, stress physiology. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, a dream to be able to design these kind of things from the, from the ground up. And then this being a former golf course, there are large numbers of mature trees, trees, you know, that line what used to be fairways and so forth. And these also provide a wonderful opportunity for research that's, you know, generally lacking in a university environment where research is conducted on three-year grant cycles and so forth. So having these large, mature, uh, replicated trees for conducting long-term research is also a very unique uh, and valuable opportunity. You know, when you look at that site uh, and you're looking through those trees, is there anything in there uh, that is special to you when you're looking at them? Like, oh, I can't believe how big this is, or I can't believe I've got one of these. There's some amazing trees out there. Dan's nodding his head, but I'll, I'll just uh, quickly say that there's some mature cucumber tree magnolias, unlike anything I have personally seen before some legacy oak trees that we had a, a, a colleague and a friend a professor at the college of worcester that studies dendrochronology dated uh, back to the early 1800s um, and some other remarkable specimens and yeah there's a there's more than a more than a handful of uh, in, in the more i spend over there the more i get attached to each individual one of them too so uh uh, it, it, it's exciting. So it really is a great spot. And of course, if it's going to be a campus for Davy Tree, you've got to take care of, of these uh, pr pristine old trees. Uh, Dan Joy, when I think about this process, to me, it seems daunting. You know, I, I'm thinking about like somebody, okay, we're going to build a house and, and all the little things that you've got to deal with. Tell me a little bit about that for you in, in a project this big like that, going through all these lists of things that need to be done and need to be put in the right place. Yeah, it's a, it, it is a daunting project. Uh, you know, a little, little bit uh, myself, I've been, I've been with Davey for 46 years and, and looking, looking to, uh, you know, hang up my, my Davey hard hat here uh, soon. Uh, but this project came along and, and uh, Pat, our, our CEO, uh, approached me. To, he knew I was wanting to start to back down a little bit and, and, and you know, head towards retirement. And But he said, would you be interested in taking the lead on this project? And I just, I mean, I could, I probably didn't do a very good job of hiding my enthusiasm about it when he asked me, because I can't imagine a better way to end a 46-year career than to be able to have a, an impact on, you know, something like this that's going to be around for generations to come. You know, not only for Davy, but for the community and, and for the industry. Uh, it's a, it's a, like Dan mentioned, it's a project of a lifetime. Most people don't ever get an opportunity like this. So we've migrated myself. Uh, my, my responsibilities were slowly handing off to people that because uh, I've been in operations. I've been responsible for safety and equipment and purchasing and really done a little bit of everything in the organization over my career. But 
as of the end of this year, I will be done with everything else other than this project. So it is an absolute full-time job commitment for me for the next couple of years to see this through. And it's probably consumed better than 50% of my time, even the past couple of years through this planning process. And you're right. It's, it's a big project, uh, but you know, you just, you hire good people. I think we got a great group with the Smith group as our architects, uh, I think we've got a, a great contract manager with Rulin, uh, and we build a team, which is very typical the way we work just internally. We tend to build teams, and if we're happy with them, we move forward with them. And uh, that's what we've got doing this. It's a, it truly is a team effort between an internal group of Davy people and, and our outside uh, con- consultants and uh, the architect and the construction manager that, that it's going to be great and it's it's fun it's exciting but it is a lot of work and there's i know i have thousands of decisions to make on a daily basis moving forward over the, the next couple of years uh but uh, it, it's i can't think of a better way to, to wrap up a career i really can't so with that deep history with the company i before i let you go i want to ask you what you hope that the employees get out of this new seed campus well, certainly, I believe that it's going to be something that we can all we're all going to be very, very proud of. I mean, it will be a showplace for not only us, uh, but I, we do. The, the intent is to have community involvement. We really didn't even mention that we're going to have a, a, a 30 acre arboretum that I, I believe will be a destination arboretum. You know, as it matures over the years, it might be a little young looking when it first goes in. But I mean, it, we've got 30 acres dedicated for an arboretum that we intend to be a destination place. Uh, you know, so that's going to be a great place for everybody to come enjoy and learn, uh, you know, about plants. Um, and, and I think it's going to be a great recruiting tool for the uh, for the uh corporation. I mean, when we have prospective employees or schools that have, uh, you know, our boracultural programs that we can bring there on field trips or open it up for their educational purposes. I, I can't believe that people aren't going to say, well, I need to go to work for this company. And I, I do believe that's going to be one of the, the biggest, uh, you know, return on our investments uh, is, is in employee training, employee retention and recruiting uh, down the road is, is going to be uh, really important to us. I'll just add that I think um, there's been a trend in, in academia to disinvest in arboriculture research and for, you know, Davey to recruit scientists out of academia, such as myself, such as some of my colleagues to come to Davey and then provide a, a resource like this, we'll be able to kind of step into that void and address those research questions that support not only Davy but the, the tree care industry as a whole and, and elevate our industry and you know continue to advance our understanding of tree biology plant health care so forth so I think you know this is a this will be a great resource as Dan mentioned that will support you know not just Davy employees but our community of, of practice as a whole now, Dan Joy, I know you're retiring, but you've got to come back on the podcast here when this is all getting put together. I, I, I don't care if you're retired or not. I don't care if you're going to be in Bermuda. You've got to come back and tell me about how this all finished up. All right, guys. Thanks so much for your time and all this great information. 
right. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. It was fun. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. That is going to be an amazing site, not just for Davey, but for the community, too. I'll be sure to keep you posted on the progress of the campus. Tune in every Thursday to the Talking Trees podcast from the Davy Tree Expert Company. I am your host, Doug Oster. Did you know that Davy cares for many historic properties around the country? We'll dive into that next week, talking to some arborists who are proud to keep the trees thriving on these special landscapes. And do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. And as always, we'd like to remind you on the Talking Trees podcast, trees are the answer.